You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday morning. Now, I'm super excited to welcome our next guest on the show. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're chatting with Jane McNay, Dr. Jane McNay from Pause in Motion, who is the finalist of the WEN, the Women's Entrepreneur Award 2023, about overcoming some challenges in the business world. And she joins us live in the studio this morning. Good morning to you, Jane. Good morning, Noreen. How are you? I'm well, thank you. It's great, great to meet you in person. Thank you. And, and, and I love for our listeners to join us on Facebook if they can as well. This way you'll be able to see and hear Dr. Jane McNay there. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3 is the page to go to. So let's get to know you a little bit. Mm-hmm. How did you end up in Hong Kong? You're a vet here in Hong Kong. What's yeah. been? What's it been like for you? Yeah, so I came straight after university, after graduation in 1998, I think it was. And I came for a six months and after six weeks I called home said not coming back Um, and that's not entirely true I met my husband here we did try to leave we went to the UK for six winters um, and so we came back because Hong Kong is amazing it it really really is and when did you start your own practice then so I guess as a veterinarian, I, I, caught, I kind of think of myself as almost an accidental entrepreneur. That is, in the, sometimes in the professions, there is a little bit of an expectation that maybe you'll go on to start your own practice, that kind of thing. Um, for me, I was happily working, doing a lot of surgery. Actually, it was in the UK. My own pet passed away and I was the veterinarian. So that's always like a massive clash of this is why you don't treat your own pets, people. Um, And that's why as a a human doctor, you don't treat your own children. So it's important to get that separation. So that's actually what took me out of practice and allowed me to explore other things I could do with my degree. And I then went into industry and worked in um, veterinary industry with nutraceuticals or supplements, did that for some years came back to Hong Kong and worked in academia and I ran the veterinary nursing program that Polly Yu used to run in collaboration with the British University Royal Vet College. And it was sort of at the end of that, about eight years ago, um, I really loved teaching nursing because nurses get to talk to the clients, nurse the pets, they get all the love. The vet just goes in, pokes, finds what's wrong, you know, makes the pet angry because they're in pain. Gets so asked for the me, hard, hard questions yeah, by the owners. Exactly. So so for me, I kind of liked this um, well-being and wellness support of animals. And at the time, I was heavily involved myself in doing Ironman endurance triathlons. And I was spending a lot of money and time with my own physiotherapist. And I thought, does this exist for animals? So I did a little Google search. Yep, sure enough, huge in the US, in the UK as well. So I then um, retrained, did some courses, um, some examinations, internships, and then rolled out Pause in Motion in Hong Kong. And I guess, and that's that's why I say act, accidental entrepreneur. And at that time... Um, most of my friends, of course, were in my veterinary network. So 95% of my contacts were veterinarians. And that's helpful when you have problems about a pet. Um, but it wasn't helpful in my entrepreneur journey, which is why when sort of came in to be helpful for me at that point, I guess. How did they help you? So there's uh, the two ladies that founded it. So um, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, exactly, yes. and Kimberly. Yes, um, Kimberly. They, you know, sort of set up a community so that we can all get involved and join workshops, different learnings, um, a group of women that will support each other and answer the silly questions that 
you have when you're starting off. Not silly at all, because those not, are, yeah, right. they, they are yeah. in everybody's minds. Yeah. And probably when you ask them, other people are glad exactly. you did. So for me as a, as a veterinarian, I had a really clear role of what I, or goal, I guess, of what I wanted to do with pause in motion and veterinary physiotherapy. And so that was a new concept for Hong Kong, um, but opening your own practice or, or business wasn't. So what I did with, with that is actually I started with home visits, um, seeing a lot of patients at home, also out of other practices. And during COVID, I thought I was super smart. I didn't have a bricks and mortar premises. So this was, was a great way to manage things. Um, but there are some things that I'd learned sort of in my time in my journey with when Elizabeth is actually, sorry, it's not Elizabeth, it's Kimberly. Kimberly is really big on something and being a little bit focused about your exit plan. And I've told you that I've been in Hong Kong for more than 25 years. So my exit plan has, or my, my plan with my husband has always been a rolling plan of we'll leave in five years. And we've all done that. So we're, we're still here. Um, and, uh, and it was really Kimberly that said, well, what is your exit plan? And it, during COVID, I think we all took time to take stock. I certainly looked at my business and things got crazy here, let's be honest. And um, and so I was like, well, should we leave? And if we leave, how do we do that? And with a, a practice that was home visit, that was using other people's resources, I have all of this amazing software, the human resources, the processes set up, but not the hardware. I didn't have the physical. So I sort of felt a little bit in that entrepreneur way of, of not being able to, to be seen. Um, definitely seen again in the, in the veterinarian world and the pet space, but it's that presence that will then allow me to do something with my business later on. So that's yeah. also part of, of the opening a practice, which only happened three weeks ago. Congratulations, yeah. that's really exciting. Yeah, what's so it, it been like? What's the transition been like from working in people's homes and now having um, that hardware? Well, so we are still doing some home visits because I think they're very important for some particular pets. pets. But we were just getting very busy and needing to have all of our equipment. I keep buying equipment. I buy shockwave and lasers and um, neuromuscular stim and all of these machines and stance analyzers. And so I have a great time, but I was having to lug them in and out of my car or, or having to cut corners not to take them. So the space allows me to do that and then do exercises with the pets. And, and so that's wonderful. So being there already, my nurse and I and, and the um, admin team we were all just like we can now help pets we you know last week we had a dog come in and we just grabbed the bits and and fit the cart you know for a little doggy that needed a wheelchair and we don't have to sort of go yes we'll bring that next time or we'll bring it that up to this there. center yeah so Brilliant. we're already feeling that that's amazing and wonderful um personally my gosh it's it's pretty hard it's super tough um, there's always those things that does marketing win over human resources, you know, what, what comes first. And, um, and then I, you know, obviously have those components of my personal self that I can't run past, like it must all be in order. I must have the shelves properly done. Um, so it's, it's been fairly funny, you know, dealing with all that. And, um, and I, I really think we're, we're getting there. I mean, everything's set up and it's, it's wonderful. So it's a happy place to be. That's yeah. brilliant to hear. And it sounds like, you know, you've learned so much along the way to get to where you are right now. Perhaps if you didn't have all those experience yeah. with home visits, you wouldn't feel as motivated to start this physical space. That's right. That's yeah. right. And then I think, you know, just to bring it back to that, to the, to the WEN group, because it is an amazing 
group, um, for me, entering this competition was actually a point to reflect on what I'd done. Um, there were several components. It was looking at, at your growth, but it was also looking at how you lent in to support others. And I had a little bit of a, well, I don't really get involved as much as perhaps I could or should in the women's entrepreneur space. But actually, all of my time is volunteering or supporting veterinarians. You know, we have lots of issues in the veterinary space. So supporting veterinarians or organizing conferences. And, and so actually, it came at a time when I was setting up this new chapter for my business when I needed to really reflect on all the good things, all the wins I've had, as well as all the challenges. So I would definitely say it's, I, I think these competitions or, or whatever you want to call them are great because they allow you to do that and reflect. And that's what the Women's Entrepreneur Network is all about, really. Yeah. Where's the growth? Did yeah. you expect to be a finalist? No, I didn't. Um, because I, I certainly felt like, you know, like a, a lot of anyone in my field will go, mm, of course you're open to practice. Um, but actually the journey was the same i was at all those workshops you know sitting next to somebody that was having a setting up a charlene was setting up a human physiotherapy practice and so we were just talking about the hr issues the products that we're importing so there are a lot of parallels and i know that's pretty close to what i do it's just animal physiotherapy Animals. without fur yeah. <laughs> um but but there was you know there's somebody that um i was in a group with we read the the book um about the the entrepreneur journey or whatever that famous but not famous enough to remember entrepreneur book is and uh and so we would you know sometimes meet and talk about this book and and so debbie has a wine business fantastic i'm great i'm very pleased i've got her contact but we have a, a whatsapp group where women will put in questions you know somebody was asking about self-publishing the other day oh wow. um, that's another know, big, exactly yeah. there's things like that you know sometimes it might be just where do i get people to help me with with things um yeah. say there's an event what can you what, outsource yeah. my goodness can you outsource hr wow that's extraordinary isn't this super expensive and then there's someone there to go not really, because I can help you with that. So it's it's very it's good very for that. Yeah. That so I sort of use it more, I guess, as a as a way to access people's experience and brains. A lot of people use the group more for marketing. I guess they've got businesses that appeal to other women. Um, my market is is really very niche, and and so my referrals will come from either clients that are searching online, and hopefully my my husband's website he's a designer hopefully they can go oh, straight to the top of google if it's not there pause in motion you let me know and i'll speak with him um but uh so so it, it it's a way that other people will market to a, a group of, of people that are going to be interested in what they have and what they they can do and and even for me there's a fantastic um the menopause space uh, like I would never have known about it and I need that stuff now yes. so it's pretty cool to have lots of different things that float in and out of your world and it's another way that you can experience that yeah, yeah. speaking of pause in motion how did how has it evolved how has it changed during COVID and how did you sort of overcome some of the challenges I point to COVID because it was a very difficult time mm, super crazy wasn't it um, so I did try to get some resources online we opened telemedicine which is its own question in in the veterinary space it has its own you know pros and cons um, but I did 
realized that there was a lot I could do to help people by, you know, I do gait analysis. So if I have a video and I can look at the animal, how they move, I can start to wow, determine leveraging what's, on yeah, what's going on. So, so I did use technology. I did put out a lot of resources, um, educational resources, massage course, a senior pet management course so that clients can subscribe to that. And um, that's one way that they can get the information that they need. Um, and then we had, you know, we just had to adapt. So somebody might have COVID in their family when we eventually got it here. It was, it was almost better when we did. Before that, it was lots of cannots. Um, and so we, you know, we just changed. Sometimes I would have my staff members on Zoom if we were doing an initial consultation where I like to have my nurse to support and record the details. So anything we could to sort of evolve. Um, and then just a lot of planning. There's, you know, I, I mentioned before, my admin team, they're not really admin, they're the backbone. So um, my colleagues that are in the office and client communications, that is a huge component of what we do. I mean, and I can talk underwater, yes. as you're finding out, <laughs> but, um, but you know, for to have a good team that can communicate what you want out to your, um, yeah. to your clients is gold. And yeah. we want to end the program on something that you've learned along the way. What can you share with other women and men? We, we have a lot of um, male listeners as well, but people starting out their business. Um, what have you taken away from, from from your own journey? And what should people be mindful of when, when taking that leap, when, when taking yeah. their business to the next level? I think, first of all, um, it's everything you've done or has happened to you has got you to where you are now. So... You know, even my little story of moving through those different chapters of working as a veterinarian in different areas of industry, I would never have been able to do this without those opportunities. Mm. Um, so that's one, first of all. And then the other thing is everything you want is on the other side of fear. Um, it's been my motto on my phone for years. And so it feels good to have pushed over the edge of something. And, and you, no, you generally don't fall off the cliff. You survive yeah. and continue. Would you say fear holds a lot of people back when it comes to... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Because everything out there is scary. And, um, you know, I did think that Hong Kong was this great place for supporting entrepreneurs. And it is if you've got a shed load of money behind you. Um, but I've really had to grow organically. So everything that I've earned, I've kept putting back into the business so that I can continue and, and now I'm in a place where I can open this centre. I don't have um, somebody propping me up with money. It's it's all my hard work and that actually feels really good. And you don't have to be huge mega millions. It's just I have a great job and it happens to be that I own my own clinic and that's what's amazing. So it's your own journey. Yeah, well, yeah. thank you so much, Dr. Jane McNay. Thank you so much for your sharing. Remind our listeners once again, how can we find out more about you and your work? Have you got a website and on social of media? Course, of course I've got that website. <laughs> yeah. um, yes, it, so it's Pause in Motion, uh, Hong Kong, and then we're on, we have YouTube, we have a lot of educational content that we try to do because it is important in the veterinary space in, in helping pets. Um, so we have YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and um, and they should all link together magically. I know I, I ended on that, but there was one question that, how has that space changed? I mean, physiotherapy for pets, is it, it's yeah. very niche. Yeah. Are, are people sort of um, um, doing it more yeah. for their pets? Yeah, so certainly, you know, I was the first practice in Asia or in really in Hong Kong eight years ago, and it's growing. Um, I still think I'm probably the only veterinarian that's so heavily involved in it rather than referring a case on to, to others to manage it to other qualified persons like qualified 
nursing staff that have um, qualified in rehabilitation or physiotherapy. And I think that's very important because it, it is almost a specialty in itself. There is so much that you can do. So we're starting to get a lot more people knowing about it and wanting to be involved and have this for, for their pets. And yeah, so it's wonderful. I was going to say, because here in Hong Kong, we have so many pet owners and to them, their their pets are their family. Yeah. So they're willing and that's, to... that's what I'm trying to empower people to know. There's so much they can do on their own. They don't always need me, they can get the equipment and make small changes, look at the flooring, look at how they can help their, their pet to move. And and old age is not a disease. Now that I'm getting there and everything starts to hurt Same. when I roll yes. out of bed, it's like, God damn it, we have yeah. to help senior pets as well yeah. as yeah. as those others. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Dr. Jane Monet, and I look forward to having you back on and next time again. And congratulations once again thank on being you. the finalist of the Woman Entrepreneur Award 2023. Thanks, thank you sorry. so much for your sharing. And uh, we'll be back after the 11 o'clock news uh, with more chat and great music until 12 o'clock today.